Cozies, zoners, cozers, Ben Weber here. I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving or a gratitude day or decolonization feast or a meal to remember the atrocities we've inflicted and are still inflicting on indigenous folks. However it is you like to celebrate this this unspeakably stressful time of year, I, I hope it went well. I hope it was successful. I hope you felt nourished and filled up and uh, took some time to reflect on the hypocrisy and and challenge of of where this holiday came from and you know navigated your family or your chosen family or all the things it's tough man it is it is a tough time of year i i personally i i had a gratitude day with the three boos and that is that is me that is my sweetie nicolette that is her sweetie emmett we all hosted thanksgiving uh, at at our place, uh, Nicolette at my place, and uh, we invited a small gathering of our poly-friendly friends, and we, we cooked up a storm. We made the Barefoot Contessa Ina Garten's turkey from the God's Love We Deliver cookbook, and it uh, works for them, and uh, if, you, if you get a chance to purchase God's Love We Deliver cookbook, uh, please do so. Uh, the proceeds help uh, bring meals uh, to those who are uh, too sick to shop or cook for themselves. Uh, let's see, we also made some stuffing and cranberry sauce and sweet potatoes, roasted broccoli and pumpkin pie. We cooked all this stuff. And uh, we spent all day cooking and we hosted people in the evening. And as you can imagine, the day was a, a comprehensive selection of feelings uh, to both feel and process. Uh, some of these feelings, of course, include Fear, jealousy, disappointment, delight, safety, 
love. <sighs> the the thing I want to talk with you guys about today, my my beloved cozy zonesters, is uh, this notion of of home. Uh, it's a it's a fraught notion. Um, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about it. I'm I'm seeking it. I'm seeking it both within myself, both outside of myself. Uh, today's circle song I'm calling a skylight, um, both from this this image of uh, you know uh, light coming from above, looking up towards the heavens, and and allowing light to pour into your your dwelling, um, and and also uh, from the beloved. Uh, Milwaukee Performing Arts Company, the Skylight Music Theater, which I enjoyed attending when I was a, a wee lad growing up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The first part, this, this skylight image, I, I got to speak to a, a mother of one of our guests um, who, uh, you know, I always like to talk uh, with people about their cozy zones, and, and she pointed uh, sort of toward her chest, toward her sternum, and she said, oh, well, this this is where my cozy zone is. It's, it's inside myself. And she described, um, this, this image, uh, she described a, a, a tall, dark well, um, that goes deep inside her body. Um, and it stretches all the way up to the heavens again with, with sort of this skylight image pouring in. So there's, there's this, these dark depths and this, this, uh, place that you strive to arrive at, you know, this, this light, this, this high light place. Um, and from this place, uh, this, this wonderful woman was telling me that she can feel all the feelings that she's in touch with all of her emotions. And she convenes with them there, whether it's, it's mourning or delight or, or safety or fear. She convenes with all of her feelings there. And this was a beautiful thing for me to hear and, and something that was a little corrective of something that I feel inside myself. I often feel like there's this, this stagnant, dark lake of bad feelings that, that my, my child self, my wounded child self is, is tiptoeing around. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it was really nice to hear sort of an alternative to a, a similar uh, image that I, I hold inside myself. Um, and then, of course, there's the Skylight Music Theater. I, it was called the Skylight Opera Theater when I was growing up, uh, but they, I guess they do, do more musicals and opera. They, they put on uh, beautiful renditions of Broadway musicals, and as a little one, I, I had the, the privilege to be both a student and audience uh, to a whole bunch of different performers uh, of, this, of this theater. Uh, I, I want to say their names. Tony Clements, C. Michael Wright, Ray Jivoff, Brian Monty. Jonathan West, all gents, you know, uh, I really, I looked up to the, the gentleman actors, um, you know, I, I think it felt like theater was a very feminine pursuit, and so I, I think I looked up to these, these men who were performing and were, were so, uh, excellent at just inspiring all of the feelings with their, their craft, um, and so these these actors, this this place, the Skylight Music Theater, showed me um, how beautiful soaring music, you know, in the context of a of a play of a musical, can can fill you with with this comprehensive selection of of feelings. I felt hope and despair and romance and anger, 
Um, and I, I learned that passionate, virtuosic musical theater is, is transformative. And of course, I, I wanted to learn how to sing. Of course, I wanted to learn how to perform because I, I sat in these audiences and I felt these things. And, and just thinking of what music can do and, and what harmonies can do and the buzz that, that shakes the, the, the strings of your insides, it's, it was a, a very profound, beautiful experience. And so, you know, there there's all of these these notions of home that's coming up, right? There's the home of my inner self, you know, myself. I, I have to sort of be in my own feelings and body. That's that's home. Home is uh, Milwaukee. Uh, home was theater. Home was mom and dad, and, and now now Brooklyn is my home. Um, I, I have this home in, in Polly. And home, all of this is hard. Home is hard. It's so hard. There's so many layers that contribute to this sense of home. Home, uh, there's a lot of pain in home. Uh, there's this yearning for, for safety and groundedness and, and being wrapped up and, and held. And especially when I think about my Milwaukee home, you know, my theater home where I, where I come from, I... All these hard feelings come up. I feel guilt and regret. You know, I wish I kept in better touch with, with all those guys that I, I mentioned. These sweet theater adults who, you know, took my, my little, middle, little self and showed me the stage way, you know. And I, uh, I think about Milwaukee. Milwaukee is the most segregated city in the nation. And I, I, I feel guilty that I'm not there right now fighting to, to heal this, to, you know, to end uh, racist oppression, you know, I'm here in Brooklyn, feeling cozy, feeling safe, <sighs> you know, and uh, here I am in Brooklyn, I've been been striving to put down roots in New York City for 13 years, and it, it is so challenging, and, and there are so many pitfalls, and and New York drives me crazy, you know, there's all these these crowds, and and noises and smells and and people with their anger and their feelings and all this darkness just swirling around in all the, this this tiny little landmass. Oh, and you know I've had to do a lot of alchemy to render all of this stuff uh, sustainable and and comforting. Um, and I I'm guessing and my my thesis of course is that. You know, the cozy zone, seeking a cozy zone, convening with people that I love and their in their places that make them feel safe and warm and inspired. That that gives me strength to continue my my alchemical experiments and and striving to put down roots to find home both in myself and in in my Brooklyn ecosystem. So my guest on, on episode 52 of Cozy Zone with me, Ben Weber, is Elise Plant. Uh, I met Elise at Oxcart, similar to where I met Emmett. Oxcart is a great neighborhood burger place. Uh, Nicolette and I just went there last night. Um, Elise, is a, she's a healer. She's a social worker. She's a teacher and a, a very sweet, sweet friend. Um, and we, we come from the same place. We, we have the same home, more or less. Milwaukee, a metro area. Technically, I'm from Whitefish Bay in Milwaukee County, and she's from Cedarburg, a little little funny historic town in Ozaki County. 
but you know we we were we were shaped by the same forces you know uh that you would get in a metropolitan area uh you know she has a a wonderful uh, milwaukee accent that i like a lot um so elise uh, practices uh, ayurvedic nutrition consulting and she has a company called brooklyn whole health and so she invited me to uh, the office where she practices her consultation uh, she sees clients there she reflects she writes this this is a really cozy zone for her uh, and i i loved our conversation whenever whenever i spend time with elise i'm, I'm filled with this delight uh she she is a, a wonderful wonderful spirit to be near um and she makes me feel loved and held and i i always laugh a lot when i'm around her um and you're really gonna enjoy our conversation so here it is cozy zone with ben weber episode 52 elise plant in the brooklyn whole health office side a elise plant ben weber Welcome to your cozy zone. Thank you. Welcome to my cozy zone. Thank you so much. Um, I I uh, I was walking over here from the train. I took a, a slightly different route than I did the first time when I, I came to this space. Um, it was much better this time. And I also noticed just sort of this like impending kind of like fuzzy feeling like of glee and warmth. Uh, I'm really excited to to talk with you and have a conversation every time we get together. I love the conversation. Me too. And it goes kind of long. Yeah. Which is perfect. I know. For, I love it. <laughs> for what we're, what we're embarking on here. Yeah. Where are we right now? You mean the address? I mean, I, oh, I suppose. Describe it? Well, yeah, you can okay. describe it. I mean, the address, uh, if you're comfortable, yeah. but it, you know, yeah, but tell me about like, Sorry. what's I going thought, on? I thought. I understand the question now. We're what, in my wait, office. Wait, what did you think, though? I thought that you were, like, confused about where we were geographically. <laughs> Thanks. That's fine. I was like, you just said you got here from the other train. <laughs> How did you do it? <laughs> um, we are in my office. It's a new space in my life, and it is a wonderful one. And it's really cozy. And you've been here before. I have. In when I was trying to be my professional self. And so today um, I'm intentionally sharing the space with you as I use it when no one else is here. Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty great. What, is, what kinds of things do you do like when it's just you? <laughs> I write a lot and I think... I do a little reading. I meditate. What do you what do you write? Um I journal and I have some writing that I'm working on. Mostly like um I guess personal essays. Some kind of instruction on meditation and some um kind of delvings into my own motivations. Awesome. Yeah. It's been really good to have a space that's not my house mm. to kind of structure the writing. How how did you find this place? Oh my gosh. The universe gave it to me. Wow. Yeah. So I um I really believe that the universe 
if we pay attention, tells us what we can or offers us what we want. And uh, I was sitting uh, in my dining room in June, the end of June, and I was <laughs> I was on Craigslist looking for I think a vacuum, and somehow I started thinking, gosh, it would just be so great if I had a place where I could see people, see clients, and and not have to have them come to the house and not have to have them invite me to their house because some people don't really want that, you know? And so I was like, you know what? <laughs> you know what I should do? I should rent a studio apartment. That would just be perfect because then I could also feed my clients and it would be really great. And I actually started an apartment search on Craigslist. And of course, I mean, as I knew before, I just mindlessly like typed in my little requirements, like studio apartments cost as much as my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. But then I noticed that they have a commercial section. Right. Tab. Yeah. And Craig I, has that. Yeah, yeah. Craig's got this tab and I clicked it and there are plenty of folks in Brooklyn who just like to share their office spaces. Yeah. And I found a couple and I emailed a couple and I went to see one. Totally not appropriate, but it was enough to get me thinking about what I actually wanted from the space and I made a list. Was it was it too big or what was what made it not not right? Um one thing well this is just my criteria. Yeah. One thing is that the paint on the doors was really cruddy. Mm. Like it, I'm not a good painter at all. Mm -hmm. I have painted like maybe, maybe 10 walls in my life and they don't look, they didn't look great. <laughs> but this was like, this was like my six-year-old nephew had done it. Like it was like, there were like globs of, I just, so that made me feel like. Bad paint. Bad paint. Yeah. It was also brown. Okay. Bad brown paint. Not that uplifting. Yeah. The room available also looked onto the prospect expressway it was really loud yeah so i left that engagement and um wrote my list and two days later looked on craigslist again and saw this place and i came here and it fits all the criteria what are some of those criteria like what do yeah quiet uh-huh no drama with the landlord. Uh-huh. No interruptions. Private. Did I say that already? Mm. I'm looking for the list no, right no. now. What do you you have a little your notebook? Yeah. I put the location on there that you know that I wanted it to be close to my house. Mm -hmm. I said the price that I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. I said when I needed it to be available. Um, I said that it has a waiting area and that the bathroom is nice. Yeah. What did you think of the bathroom? It was nice. It's nice, I took right? a picture. <laughs> there was a shower and a strange chair and a broom. Yeah. I mean, it was a... I think the chair is for the shower. Okay. I think it's a shower chair. Okay. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I uh, I wasn't I wasn't moved to shower like it wasn't like it, it sort yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm glad because I didn't bring any towels today. Yeah, I mean I would have probably air dried or something, <laughs> but I guess it's nice to know that there is that option. Option, yeah. 
Yes. And the, the bathroom itself is also nice. The important thing on my list is that is the last item, which says connected energy mm. family. Oh. And I think I've told you this story already, but I'm happy to repeat it. Please. When I came here the first time, it was um, three days after I had written my list, and I walked up to the house, and I thought, what? Do I? Is this? And then I thought, no, you're just misremembering all... Like lots of blocks on Park Slope, in Park Slope have houses that look really similar, like just walk in. So I walked in and I liked it, but I just had this nagging feeling that like I'd been here before. And then we walked into this room, which is my actual office, and I knew that I had. And I said to the landlord who I'd known for like a minute, do you know who lived here before? And she was like, um, yeah, but we've been here for a while. And I was like, you moved in like four and a half years ago? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, did Jeanette and Lourdes live here before? And she was like, yeah. And I like got out my checkbook as we were talking and mm -hmm. laughing about the fact that my dear, dear friend and former coworker lived in this house. Wow. And I've been in this room that's, before. What was this room before they rented it out as oh. as offices so it for was therapists. it yeah. was therapy offices yes huh yeah that's amazing I so know. so you received your family connected energy yeah. what what when you wrote family on that list like what what did that mean to you honestly i was thinking about queerness okay like i was thinking about um and not that the landlords needed to be queer but that i wasn't going to feel that I was going to feel really welcome. Yeah. Here. That you could. I think I wanted the landlords to be queer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do we know? Yeah. They, they're. Yep. Their landlords are queer. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Nice. I know. It's great. <laughs> Shower chair is that, is that? I don't think that they use it. Okay. I think that. No, not related. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, I I, uh, I really like the the art and all the like stuff in this room. I know like, it's really nice. I know um, it's not mine. None of it's yours. Yeah. Oh, that's on the list too. It's decor I like. Ah. Yeah. Do Do you have a favorite uh, piece? Probably the. I mean, I think that those are fish. We're looking at a, a painting. It's about mm -hmm. what, like three by three? Well, I think it's a little smaller. A little smaller. Yeah. yeah. Two and a half by two and a half mm -hmm. um and it's blue and it's turquoisey okay yeah tell me what i see yeah so i think that i my the interpretation i'm most comfortable with is that i'm looking down into a river yeah and that fish are swimming mm, i see the that they're going kind of fast mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, because I, I mean, similarly, I mean, I see, I see a river, uh, but I, instead of fish, I think I see like bacon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of bacon forms. Mm-hmm. Um, or like kind of decomposing corpses. Of, of fish? No, of people. Of humans? Yeah. Hmm. So. Did so. you watch, oh my God, Bloodlines? No. Is that with uh, Coach Taylor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched all of them. Yeah, I, I've only watched like one season of that. Of Bloodlines? No, Friday Night. Friday Night. It's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. But I would watch Bloodlines just for Coach Taylor. 
Um, there are some decomposing corpses. Oh. That's why I bring it up. Oh, God. Yeah. So be prepared. If okay. You do. I will be. Oof. Yeah. Um, so I, I am so, I guess, sort of filled up by the thought of having this space that's all your own to, you know, practice being your best self. So you're writing, you're meditating, you're thinking, you're like gathering all of your resources yeah. to go out there and and do it and do it well. Yeah. Um but you also have a a practice that I got to experience last time I was here. Yeah, the office, I mean, I enjoy spending time here when no one's here, but the, you know, really the goal is to invite people to be here with me. Yeah. <laughs> um I I am so like I I was really I was really affected. I was really moved by my my treatment my my experience with you uh a few weeks ago can you tell me can you tell me about it and like i have a lot of questions but i just sort of want to hear like your thoughts of like what's what is it what is it and like how did you come to do it yes i so we talked about this um before um and so i I'm happy to talk about the process in general yeah, and about our session two weeks ago. And I really want you to cut me off if I'm saying something that you don't want me to say I will happily, about our session. I will happily do it. I, my intention is to, is to take the lead on disclosing uh, details of my particular session. Brilliant. And you can like say, you know, and I, I'll, I'll sort of get maybe your further thoughts. But Great. Yeah. So... One response, <clears throat> excuse me, that I had during that session um, that I think is relevant uh, and maybe is a good way to start describing what it is, um, is that, so I have been training to do uh, kind of psychodynamic therapy for the past year and a half and all of the, all of the one-on-one -on -one sessions that I've had in the past like 20 months have been of a psychodynamic or kind of a CBT style, but not official CBT at all. So uh, to help me out, it's a psychodynamic. Is kind of, it's like, it's talk therapy. Okay. Right. Um, so. And CBT. Cognitive behavioral therapy, which is m much more short term. Psychodynamic can go on for years and years and years and years and years mm -hmm. and cbt is a is a model that has an like there are scripts there oh, wow. are agendas and it's um ideally like a 12 session uh interaction okay. between a therapist and a client and i am not cbt trained but okay. i have some cbt influences mm -hmm. um especially for people who are more short term mm -hmm. so that's what i've been doing yeah really exclusively. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and this was the first session. Yours was the first session in many, many months um, when that's not what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And it was so fun for me. Like oh, nice. I, during the session, but then also after we parted, I was like, oh my God, I love, I love talk therapy, like backwards and forwards. And Absolutely. I also really love um, not asking deeper questions, not 
going further with things, mm. you know? And so whatever you said, I just took at face value and like that, that one thing, that one layer is what we worked with, mm -hmm. right? And maybe you were pulling out something from way, way down deep. Mm -hmm. And maybe you were pulling out something from the very, very top of your head and maybe mm -hmm. it was in the middle and it didn't matter. Whatever it was, we could just address it as it is and not try to make the connections necessarily that one would in a psychodynamic setting or yeah, so in like, a traditional talk therapy what setting. Are, what are the elements then of your practice? If, so, yeah. so I was trained um, in Ayurvedic nutrition and have a certificate as a holistic health counselor. And a session... What is, what is that? Holistic health counseling? No, like Ayurvedic nutrition. Like what is, yeah. So Ayurveda is Indian medicine, traditional Indian medicine. It predates Chinese medicine um, by about 2,000 years. Um, and it is a method for understanding the self and the self's place in the larger world um, by understanding elements and their connections okay um and so in a so there is no ayurvedic nutrition session like a format you know right. it can be it can be whatever you want right so yeah. when i am meeting with somebody who wants an ayurvedic consultation or wants to meet with me as a holistic health counselor i i want to know what their goals are right and i want to um, help them address those goals, <laughs> which is, uh, it sounds really, really simple and it kind of is, you know, um, I think what makes it different cause every session is different. And I think what makes it different isn't even so much the goals as the person's comfort with different modalities, right? So right. there are plenty of people who, um, do not, want meditation to be part of their session mm -hmm. and who do not think about many people who come for a holistic health consultation are coming, hoping to, um, supplement their daily routine with something that will make them healthier, whatever yeah. healthier means to them. Yeah. Um, and some people are not happy to walk away with a meditation suggestion. Right. Yeah. And some people, um, only want like do not want nutrition suggestions. Yeah. Whereas in fact, a lot of people only want nutrition suggestions. Right. Um, people are very different people. Mm -hmm. People have very different needs. I, yeah. it's, it's and hard. Comfort zones. Totally. It's hard for me to imagine personally not wanting at all. But I also like may, maybe that speaks to my challenge of like setting up boundaries and stuff. But like, I, I think all of it is so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that some people, I don't know. I guess I know a lot of people who are not comfortable with meditation, hmm. which is. I mean, I also, I would identify as one of those people. Really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's like, it makes me uncomfortable, but it's also, it feels like it's something, you know, it's like eating a lot of fiber, you know, it's like, I, you know, I, they say this is good for you. Do you, after, after you've meditated, do you feel... I feel great. You do? Okay. Yeah. Sometimes during, I don't feel so great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like a lot of, there's a lot of like terrifying chatter that emerges. Mm -hmm. But I think, uh, may I, may I just sort of describe like my experience? Like, yeah. Um, because so it's interesting. So like, uh, I'm really curious 
personally about your relationship with Ayurveda because mm-hmm. I know very little. And you have, from my, my perception, a very intimate relationship with Ayurveda. You are very knowledgeable insofar as it, it really shapes, it seems to shape your social interactions. Yeah. Like all social interactions are, are framed by Ayurveda. <laughs> Um, all social intera- all interactions in my life are framed by my own health and comfort. Yeah. Well, and I use Ayurvedic guidelines a lot, but yeah. not exclusively. Yeah. But yeah. But so that's, and that's, I mean, very different than how I move through the world. Yeah. Um, and all I knew vaguely about Ayurveda is that there, the, the elements that you spoke of are, you can categorize them by the doshas. Is that right? So the doshas actually are comprised of elements. Okay. And so what is like a dosha? So a dosha is translated as your constitution. Okay. And everybody has a constitution before birth, actually. Right. And then, um, and that's your constitution until you die. Right. And which those, is different yeah. from elemental theory in TC, in traditional Chinese medicine. Okay. Wherein, so in Ayurveda as well, we all have all the elements. Mm-hmm. It's just that the, the, the ratio of element to element de- determines your dosha. I see. Um, but in Chinese medicine, the acknowledgement is that we all have all of the elements and, uh, depending on their fluctuations, they also fluctuate in Ayurveda, but in TCM, the idea is that depending on their fluctuations, one day you might be an earth and then next Mm. month you might be a fire. I see. And in Ayurveda, it's constant Mm -hmm. and it was, your dosha is constant. Yeah. Can you give me just a brief summary of the doshas and the elements that they represent? So the elements, there are five elements and they're not the same as TCM. And I'm bringing up TCM a lot because I think that people are probably more familiar with it. But I guess I'm hearing myself say TCM so much and I'm like, I'm, I don't know why. But I. But TCM is traditional Chinese medicine. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I, not, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know any, like, I don't know. Maybe. For me, I know Ayurveda better. Great. Actually. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because of yoga or just because of. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, because TCM, like, maybe in acupuncture, it it manifests. Yeah. But, like, uh, yeah. So the elements in Ayurveda are earth and water, fire, air, and space, or ether. Mm-hmm. And, again, every human, every thing, every human, every animal, every sofa every floor every everything tree has all of the elements in it mm-hmm. in um differing amounts and the dominant elements determine your dosha so there there are three dosha um kapha is earth and water pitta is fire and water and vata is air and ether or air and space uh, so water is part of two. Right. Yeah. Water doubles up. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and what was, so, okay. So I, I, that's great. And I, I, something that you said to me, it felt like, I don't know if you would say this to everyone, but you said it to me cause we're, we're friends, but you said, you know, like when I meet someone for the first time, I can pretty, like, within, like, moments of meeting them, I'm pretty certain what their doshas are. Yeah. that That's a true statement. Yeah. Some, 
I think the word certain is throwing me off. Okay. So within moments of meeting someone, and I don't even, I mean, I, within moments of interacting with someone, I have ideas about what's going on with their dosha. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. I do. What, what impacts that though, is the fact that we all also have, um, so like I'm pitta kapha okay. and sometimes my kapha is barely visible like I, and I'm like all the way pitta and mm -hmm. sometimes people do not read me as pitta at all mm -hmm. depending on whether my fire is aggravated or depending on whether my earth is aggravated. Mm -hmm. So if I have an imbalance in my fire, I'm like, so I talk way faster, I move way faster, I sweat more, I, I'm probably rageful. <laughs> <laughs> I need to like ground myself a bit, mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Throw some dirt on the fire. Yeah. Um, whereas if my kapha is aggravated, which happens often in winter, I'm moving really slowly. I might be having uh, like more depressive tendencies. Mm -hmm. I'm isolating more. I don't want to go out. Um, I just want to eat all the cookies on the planet, mm -hmm. you know, and I need I need a little little spark yeah. in there to like move me forward. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, within a few moments of interacting with someone for the first time, I have ideas about their dosha and I have ideas about what could bring them more balance. Mm -hmm. We thank you for listening to Cozy Zone with me, Ben Weber, episode 52, Elise Plant in the Brooklyn Whole Health Office, side A. Be sure to wrap yourself around us. All over the internet. Follow me on Instagram at Ben Weber Projects. Follow me on Twitter at Cozy Zones. Find our page on Facebook, the Cozy Zone Foundation, and like it. I'd like that. And find a true abundance of coziness at www.benweberprojects.com. You'll have all the episodes there. Um, Cozy Zone with Ben Weber is on iTunes, Stitcher, and of course, you can find it with your favorite podcatcher. Join us next time for Side B. You're all very sweet.